Welcome back to the Technology in Worship podcast, where we talk everything technology in worship. And by we, I mean myself, Eric Coleman, and my good buddy, Benji Satorius. Benji, it's been so long since we've sat at this table, like... Yeah. Where did we go? We just disappeared off into nothingness. <laughs> yeah, we, we've uh, been a little busy, a little preoccupied. It's one of those things where we didn't realize how busy, I think. We didn't quite realize how busy we would actually be. Yeah. So the podcast had to be put on hold for a little bit. It did. Bit. So hopefully uh, we don't offend anyone. We still love you all. We do. And we hope that you continue listening to these great podcasts. Yes, because we have a really good one coming up today. Before we get there. Yes. What... Like, why did we disappear? I mean, I think people know, but it got pretty busy and chaotic <laughs> it, it at did. our churches. So two weeks ago, three, three weeks ago, was Spy Kids at Mission. So that's our day camp on steroids that we've talked about on previous episodes. So we recorded an episode during we did. Spy Kids. We did. And then... <laughs> I took some time off because I was really tired after that. And the week after that you were taking off, I you was doing yours. my vacation yes. Bible school. And then I took some time off. And then here we are. Say, and I got to go visit an amusement park, which was nice. fun. Nice. And here we are now. Yep. So. We're still alive. That's where we were. Still going. And that's what we've been doing. Regular services have been happening in between. Yep. And one thing that did come up for me during our vacation Bible school is a test of my patience and how I respond <laughs> under pressure Oh, as well. Because, and I've told you briefly, <laughs> on Friday, the final day of vacation Bible school. The last day. The last day during our opening program. It opened with a, like a skit every day. Yep. At least up to that point, there was no need for the computer, really. Like, no real need for it. Got it. Versus we always, like, it's very heavy driven media because it's a lot of music videos. And I dragged one file and it crashed ProPresenter. <laughs> um, where did you drag this file from? I dragged two? one file from the library into the playlist. And it crashed ProPresenter. Like a song? Just like a a song, an item. Yeah, I think it was a video. Huh. Did you actually like click on it and play it? Or just like you you drug it and it... Drag it right in. I let go. I saw the spinning wheel. And then it crashed. Gone. Interesting. And then... And that was like at the opener. Yeah. I mean, I shouldn't have been touching it at that point. Yeah, way to go. But realistically, it should have been fine. Yeah, ProPresenter pooped out, and I couldn't open it. Oh, like that's almost a bigger problem. At that point, I, like it, cr- it crashed. It was gone. But then, like I was pressing the button. Was it still app. like open? Maybe. Well, like the computer maybe thought it was still open. Maybe. Like the whole so like I, not I think responding it did or whatever. Do the whole forced quit thing. Yeah. So it was open but not responding. But then I would click it, and then it was not responding for sure. Hmm. And I was like, okay, you can... So at this time, 
should so at this time the skit is happening on stage okay so you're you're going like it's already started started yes vbs it's going on stage and i'm like oh and as soon as this skit is over you need this over they're gonna need to sing that first song (laughs) which is on pro presenter yes which is not opening yes okay so So, then (laughs) so then I knew, and also ProPresenter's running our lighting, or the ProPresenter computer's running our yep. lighting. So I had to hit that kill switch, the all true faithful power down button on the iMac. Push and hold until Push it sets and hold, down. Brought yep. our house lights to full, made the stage look not so appealing. So you restart the computer. So I restart the computer. Hopefully it doesn't take five minutes to boot up. Oh. It probably took three minutes to Oof. boot up. Which probably felt like ten. Which probably felt, yeah, longer. Definitely felt longer. And then it still wouldn't open. Oh. <laughs> Probably still didn't open. <laughs> so, thankfully, the huh. skit was semi-lengthy. I would have been like, let's go. Keep going. Keep talking. So, I was able to restart it again. I, I second time once it booted up click pro presenter still didn't like do an immediate open which i know it's not the fastest com- like, well the newest program the newest build or update it does open faster yeah i think in seven eight it was slower seven nine is faster or something like that I am running the latest version of pro presenter at yep. this time as well so it should open relatively quickly and it finally opened, but at that point it was like the skit had already been done and they were like, let's sing this next song. And they were waiting probably for a minute before the song came on kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was scrambling. We were running a, a team of three for our VBS. Yep. So as far I as had, the tech. As far as tech. Yep. So I had two students helping me. One of them was on audio and the other was on ProPresenter. So when ProPresenter failed, I kind of went with her yeah. to help with ProPresenter. Meanwhile, I had to tell the student on the soundboard, go up to the stage at that moment and just and be like, hey, know. just so you know, our computer crashed. We can't <laughs> play the video right now. Wow. We'll be back momentarily. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> just come back to the sound booth. <laughs> he told... He told like all the kids that, or he told like he one of the leaders that it was the up on stage, stage. The stage leader yeah. got it. Yep, yep. So that was fun. So but they had to ad lib for maybe yeah, a little bit, ad lib for a little bit. Yep, we did some goofy songs earlier in the week, and the kids just like started doing those nice. goofy. Acapella. So then it finally opened, and you were finally able to, opened, to go. The slide we just went, and it worked, and it worked. It was fine the rest of the day, but it was just. A terrifying moment for me. Yes. Afterward, no one was concerned about it. It was like no big deal. But just in my heart, I was like, this isn't supposed to happen. (laughs) Most most of the kids probably had no idea. Yeah, most of the kids had no idea. I don't think most of the leaders had any idea other than we had to tell them, you know, the computer's not working. Right. Have a little bit. On the outside, I know I appeared. I did a the right thing appeared calm cool collective <laughs> knew what i was doing yep. but on the inside my heart was like mm, yep why did this happen yep yep so that's just a quick example of something that 
I felt under pressure when the technology failed me. And let's be honest, technology does fail people. It does fail people. Um, Having a backup plan or how you can handle that makes a big difference. Yeah. So during that, during the whole slow restart computer thing, I guess I did skip this. I was getting the backup plan ready. Even the backup plan took just as long to get ready as the other computer. So what was your backup plan? Another backup computer? plan was another computer. I was getting the videos pulled up on my laptop and going to drag those in, just project those direct. Like, now you worry about putting them in ProPresenter. I just had the fi- the raw files oh, on my on laptop. The computer, using that same computer, the my iMac. Laptop. Oh, but then you would have patched your laptop into yes, the projectors. Yeah. And then just play the video or whatever. That would have made more sense doing what you just said. Well. But I didn't do that. However, depending on, like if you're using. But I am using ProPresenter. So I guess I was kind of thinking through, I can't really easily patch this because I have the DeckLink Duo Right. You card. can't just play a video on your iMac so and I put did, it on. I definitely did think that through. But I knew I didn't have the videos on our other computer in the booth, but the, I knew they're on my laptop. So I just disconnected that HDMI from the other booth computer. Yep. And I was getting my adapter and finding the file and that stuff. And then it finally decided And then it came up and I was like, well, we'll just use that because yep. it's going to be better. So that's fun. But wow. I do know not to like pat myself on the back, but... <laughs> <laughs> Under that pressure, I do feel like I did a decent job of making sure that, like, especially the students that I'm leading and training, like, I don't want them to see me freaking out and right. going all panic on my face or anything like all that. Right. Well, I want you to be 100% honest with me. Oh, yeah. It's a simple yes or no. Did you have a smile on your face during all of that? I think I did. All right. That's good. Yes. Nice. Yes. I think I did, actually. Because it was, it wasn't like intense pressure either but it and like it was in it was enjoyable i don't that's not the right word (laughs) i love it when my technology (laughs) fails (laughs) it's so enjoyable (laughs) i'm not gonna say my teeth were showing in my smile but or maybe my eyes weren't smiling (laughs) you know yeah but yeah i i had a good attitude about it good and I mean, yeah, there's still like you want to get you have 500 kids watching. Yep. There's no other plan in this scenario. Like they need their songs. Yep. Like they don't have original like there's no band on stage that they could just. Right. You are. Do something you are else playing with. everything that they're supposed so, to do. So it was a very vital part of right. the day. Sure. We could have said, all right, move on to your next station. Like we're just going to do this part later in the day or something, I guess. Sure. But we waited an extra couple three, minutes, or two minutes or yeah. whatever after that skit. And then it was fine. Things moved on and it was, I, I do believe it was good learning experience, especially for those students as well who were under pressure as well. Yep. All right. Another question. Outside of VBS, so outside of this yeah. issue. Uh, Has it happened before? Well, <laughs> basically. When was your last technology failed? And I'm, I'm going to say for a weekend service or leading up to a weekend service. What happened? How did you handle it? What did you do? And all of that. This would be a good episode, just so you know. I'm just going to say it. 
It'd be somehow cool if you could, like, we need to figure out a way for you to watch me under pressure and I to watch you under pressure. Because <laughs> then it's not like, here's how I did it. Da, 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 yeah, da. yeah. It's, here's what I saw in you, Benji, when this happened. Yes. That's why I asked, like, did you have a smell on your face? Yeah. It's a good question. It is a good question. The last one that I remember a little turkey was when we were using DMXs most heavily. Yep. Just some of the MIDI cues and even the program itself or something has not been responding properly, which is why I've made the switch to light key. So like we'd click the slide and it would it wouldn't trigger the MIDI note, which is, you know, one yep. thing. Yep. But other times it's like we'd click the lighting cue and it wouldn't change the lights like it just stuck with whatever the whatever last it was, cue was yep so there's that under the pressure of that i th- think i had the opportunity still at that point in the service or even i guess it gets a little blurry i don't know if that particular thing happened during a service or a rehearsal got it so i may have been able to swap it out during yep. then but there's still a team around and you still have to present like you're in control of the situation. You yep. know what's going on. Yep. I would say the bigger one that happened recently, semi-recently, is when we had our power flicker. With, um... Back in February or something and we lost everything. It, it just... Yeah. It was just like a power blip, but yep. it shut everything down. So we had to wait a little bit of extra time. Was before. that with Michael W. Smith? Didn't, um, didn't you lose power for a Michael W. Smith concert? We did. That was different, though. That was different. A different thing. Okay. I mean, that's the same thing, but I almost didn't feel the pressure of that one as much. Because you weren't doing that much I wasn't for that doing event. much for that event. Right. We so were this other, hosting that one. Right. So this other one was for a this service. This was for a service. Yeah. Okay. We lost power for a second, but it killed everything. Was that right before a service? During a service? In between service times. Yep. Right before our second service on Sunday morning. So we had to basically start delayed so that we could get everything back up and running. But then even then, we changed it. It was like a regular full band first service, and then the second service was acoustic because our in-ear monitor system didn't boot up properly nice and under that pressure i still feel like i handled it well had a smile on my face maybe less of a smile because it was a little (laughs) bit more not like angry or anything just but more pressure more pressure because it's more eyes even yeah it's a service you don't want like anything to go wrong for that yep how do you respond under pressure i'd I'd like to hear from you but i've see here's the thing i feel like i learned a lot from here from mission bible uh-huh not necessarily from like from you but also like i don't know it's weird like yeah. we grew up together here yep. so a lot of the same mentality that we've we're on the same path with so very similar to yours actually we also lost power all of our listeners are probably like, wow, Illinois loses power all the time. Yeah. We actually don't, but it's a good case of having to work under pressure when you have no power. Yeah. This was a while ago. I'd say probably three or four years ago, we lost power 
five minutes before our first service on Sunday. Yeah, that's pretty much the same scenario, basically. Just like yours, it was off for like 30 seconds, not even. Just enough to basically turn off the computers and turn off the sound system and all that stuff. So it came back on and we had to connect everything because we're even back then we were doing automation stuff. So we're linking the computers together. At that time, we were using robotic cameras that take probably about four and a half minutes to boot on to boot up and like get set, restart the live stream. So we had to like do all this stuff. I think I had a smile on my face. Right. It's weird. Like I can't remember four years ago, three years ago. I tried to almost always have a smile on my face, no matter what. That's a good, that's a good rule of thumb. Whether it's a, Good situation, bad situation. Just because I have a smile on my face doesn't mean that I'm not being serious or it's not important. But at least I'm trying to come across like, yeah, this is... We've got this. This this was supposed to happen or it's under control. It's all good. Our worship pastor came back because they were like basically up on stage ready to to go. And so he came back to the booth and was like, do we need to start late? And this is like a minute left of the countdown timer at this point. I'm like, "Mm, I don't think so. Give me 30 seconds and I'll let you know. So did you didn't lose the countdown timer then? We did. We had to restart everything. So that just booted back on sooner than everything else so that he could see the countdown? Yeah, because that's on a solid state computer. So that computer booted up really quick. That or that computer was on a battery backup. It is now. I can't remember if it was on a battery backup back then. I'm pretty sure it was not, but it starts up in like 30 seconds. Yep. So it was probably one of the first Unless things. Unless it's on. my computer, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> and I see projectors and TVs, they turn on relatively quickly. So we were able to get the visual part of it up pretty quick. It was the linking of the automation, getting cameras booted back up. The sound system takes a little bit, about two minutes or so to turn on and get all synced up and all that stuff. So we had screens and images up relatively quickly. So we, as soon as that was up, we got the countdown timer started back up to start on time, not knowing if we were going to start on time or not. So worship pastor came back in about a minute. He's like, do we need to start late? I'm like, I don't think so. We're like waiting on like one or two more things. We should be... (laughs) Fingers crossed. Should be okay. We should be good. I'm like, give me 30 seconds and I'll, I'll let you know. He's like, okay. So he went back up on stage and they all have in-ear monitors. So we have a talk back to them and 30 seconds or like 25 seconds left. Everything was like linked and ready to go. And good I, to go. I kind of, I kind of took my hand and went across my forehead, wiped the sweat off a little bit. I'm like, all right, we got this. So I told them in their monitors, we're good to go. And, and rock solid service. Rock solid service. Unless you were in the room at the time of the power failure, or in the building, I guess you you should say, you probably wouldn't have known that anything happened, for the most part. And it's things like that that I try to always have a smile on my face because something like that is it's out of my control. It wasn't that I forgot something or I messed something up. Like I get more frustrated when I failed. And I could have stopped that failure or that technology failure, whatever it might be. If it was more on me, I'm more frustrated. I still try to have a smile on my face. But like, 
a power failure, there's nothing I could do about that. Yeah. Right. So things like that, I'm like, it is what it is. We're going to get through this. Hopefully pretend like nothing happened or at least come across like nothing happened. Yeah. And we move on. So another thing that I learned, this might've been from the pretty sure the first mix you with Andrew Stone said, no matter what, unless there's a fire in the building, you never run. Never run. As far as like a leader, people know who I am. And if they see me running wherever, whether it's from front of house to stage, front of house to the video room, front of house to the broadcast suite, it whatever it might panic. be, people will see, oh, he's running. Either he's late to something or there's a problem. Most likely. Why else would someone run? Yeah. I learned from him that no matter what, you just walk normal. Just walk to your problem, to wherever you need to go, and then address the issue. Which gives you time. Gives to you lots of time. a solution as well. So as you're walking to that, sp- that spot, obviously walking is slower than running. So you have time to process, okay, this is the issue. This is what I've already done. This is what I need to check or do when I get to my location. Hopefully I don't trip. You know, if you're running, you might trip on something and cause more of an issue. Yep. So it's just way better to just walk, get to your location. You have time to process, time to think. Stay calm, cool, and collective. That's right. Don't come across all frazzled. Now inside you might be furious. You might things might be falling apart. It heartburns sometimes. And it's not like we need to put on a fake show, but you don't need to come across like you're falling apart and you don't know what you're doing. And or, you don't want that to translate, yeah, to your team. Especially to the team. I mean, obviously, yeah, to the congregation, but to your team that is serving under you, if they see that you get frustrated about pro presenter crashing or losing power or the lights not changing, whatever it might be, when that happens to them, they're probably going to get frustrated and frazzled as well. Versus, oh, he had a smile on his face when they lost power. He stayed calm, got everything booted back up, 30 seconds, and we're ready to go. Not running all over the place and thinking like, the world's coming to an end and it's all going to fall apart because of some minor thing that was probably out of my control. So that's, that's a little example for me. We did have another one where I forgot what it was or what caused it, but one of our sub, so we had, we have our subs on the floor, center of the room. However, back when this issue happened, our subs were not center of the room. They were on the sides, but still on the floor. They were wired a little bit different, and a wire had broken loose. Mm. So we had lost one, one of the subs. subs. And I know, I think I was running sound. I'm pretty sure this was during like a Christmas or Easter. Like it was a bigger production. We had the lights, house lights basically off, so the room was dark. And there was the next item of the service was something where like I needed low end. You always need low end. Let's be honest. Subs are very important. Always. But this was like a critical thing. And I don't remember what it was, if it was a video or something where like 
it was planned to rumble a little bit more than normal. And I'm like, this is not good. Why is my sub not working? At that time, I didn't know a wire had broken loose. Yeah. So I'm checking patching just to make sure like nothing happened on the board. Everything was fine. So I grabbed a flashlight and I walked up around the side of the room to the sub and I made sure it was plugged in. And then I noticed, oh, there's a wire hanging off the speak on connector that should not be just hanging there. Probably not. Mike, shoot. Okay. So I knelt down behind the sub basically. So no one really saw me and took apart the speak on connector. I'm like, oh, I need a flathead screwdriver. Luckily, I brought a screwdriver with me in my pocket. You that, dog. That happened to have a Phillips and a flathead you with dog. like the little reverser, reversal thing. And I fixed it. And I waited for whatever the element that was happening. Right. I waited for a time where there was no low end. Yep. And then I popped that sucker back, back in, twisted it, got back to front of house. And... No one's the one. Probably wiser. no one noticed other than a little flashlight behind the subwoofer for a little bit. Or maybe the people in the first couple of rows that all of a sudden heard low end that were on the left side of now. <laughs> on the left side, yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, it's things like that that, you know, I could have, I, I guess I could have, but I would not advise running in a dark room full of people. I could have ran there, but that's probably not a wise idea. Nope. But trip over something. I mean, someone. I checked my patching. I don't know why I grabbed a screwdriver. I really don't know why. I, fi- I actually thought that the it's speak on... It's a pretty good tool to have on you. But I don't normally carry one. Sometimes the speak ons are soldered, though. So, like, you right. didn't know that when you opened it up. I, I honestly just thought that a kid... Because we had kids in the room also. I just figured a kid unplugged the speak on cable. That's honestly what I thought. I don't know why I had a screwdriver with me. I obviously I purposely grabbed a God's spe- provision I, for you. I'm sure it was. Obviously, I purposely grabbed a flashlight because the room was dark, so I needed to be able to see what was back there and what was happening. But I didn't. I don't normally carry a screwdriver, but I just happened to have one. So because if I didn't, then I would have had to walk back to front of house right. or wherever, grab a screwdriver, and then walk back to the sub to fix it. Which at that point probably would have missed that window where i really needed the sub so but staying calm walk to wherever i needed to go gives you time to process and all that yeah i was just gonna ask what do you think are just maybe three four five practical things so we talked about like have a smile on your face yep never run never run never run Staying calm, cool, and collected. As much as, as you much can. As much as you can. At least on the outside. At least on the outside, yep. I think always, I think the fourth, fourth one would be, in most scenarios, you should always plan for a plan B. And maybe even a C or a D, depending on what that equipment or that issue is. Preferably that plan B is already set up and ready to go when that kind of thing happens. Could be, but, but obviously there's, there's cases where... It's not feasible. Another right. another soundboard, not feasible. Right. Right. So, but where it's feasible, yeah, if if you could switch over to a new ProPresenter computer that's just a backup. Ready to rock. It doesn't have to be the latest and greatest machine. It doesn't have to be better than your normal one, but something that at least operates. It might not even have the media on the computer on a weekly basis, but at least it's there 
ready to go. You switch over. It might take a little bit to get the media transferred over, but at least you have your computer patched and ready to go. I think another option with that plan B is when you have the same equipment across your whole campus, if something were to fail, you could grab that piece of gear from another room. And if you have your saved files saved in the cloud as backups, you could have something up and running relatively quickly in lots of different cases. Yeah. So we have an M32 for a monitor board. If that board were to fail, I've got three of the exact same board and that file is saved in the cloud. I could grab that board from another room or from storage, move that thing there, grab a USB drive, plug it into my computer, get the save file from the cloud, plug it into the board, load it up. Ready to go. And it's all set to go. I say I'll have to do some Dante patching, but I'd have a new board up and running relatively quickly. Or, or even right presenter. now, there's a lot of shortages going on yep. in the world, so it's it's hard to get stuff. It's hard to get stuff yep. in to replace something yep. that you have existing, so. or even just like lead times to get things repaired. Yeah, you know, things take things are taking longer than usual or pre-COVID. You know, having a plaque a backup plan of okay, what happens when my ProPresenter machine stops working, or my soundboard stops working, microphone stops working, whatever it might be. I think those are a pretty solid four. Yeah, you know, smile. Stay cool and collected because you don't want you don't want it to appear like everything's gone wrong either. Like and when you get back up and running, do your like do your best to make it unnoticeable. You know, mm-hmm. like that's part of our job anyway, is to be like be invisible basically. Be invisible. Yep. So even during this whole process, you still want to remain have that identity is to be yep. invisible. And I also think, you know weeks down the road or months down the road after this situation happens, you look back, lots of people might look back on that and be like, hey, remember when Benji lost it, when we lost power or when the computer blew up? Like, man, he was not pleasant to be around. Like, that still might come up after the fact. Right. So, you know, or, hey, remember when we lost power or something happened and Benji had a good attitude and we were able to get through the situation and everything worked out good. Obviously it wasn't fun, but we were able to do it and we made it happen. Yeah. It makes a big difference. And then never run. Never run. Which unless the building's on fire. Unless the building's on fire, I'm sorry. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then a plan B. Plan B. Which the plan B is very that can be difficult because Equipment it's, does cost money, depending yep. on what. Well, all equipment costs and money. It, it still but, takes time to like. Set and up when or do you, even and when do you say we need to go to Plan B versus continuing? G- to give try me five more minutes, and I a. might be able to fix A. Yeah. When do you make that call to switch to Plan B or C or D or whatever? Hopefully, it is? you can somehow be doing both at the same time. You know, continue to try and get Plan A going yep. while getting Plan but B. But you're only one person. You're so, only one person. So then what? <laughs> Maybe it's just right? delegating a team member that's yep. like, "Hey, here's what's going." I on. I think no matter what, you have to give it some time to fix the original problem. No matter what, you have to give it time depending on what it is, is how much time you give it. But right. 
you have to be able to at least troubleshoot in real time at the time and try to work through it. And then worst case, nope, I'm just not going to be able to get this done before our service. We need to put in plan B. Good stuff. Thanks for having this conversation. Hopefully it was helpful for our listeners. It was helpful for me. I know it was helpful for me too. Be sure to like, follow, subscribe, do all the things. Yeah. We'll uh, be back here next week. Next week with a new episode. Later. Bye-bye.